Hello and welcome to the Hustle with Heart podcast, helping entrepreneurs align results with God's truth. This is Erin Harrigan, the Hustle with Heart coach and your host for our weekly podcast designed for God-centered entrepreneurs who seek to build a business that honors God and serves his people. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to our weekly dose in our Success God's Way community. This is Erin Harrigan, your Hustle with Heart coach, helping everyone attain results for total health with Arbon and helping entrepreneurs align results to God's truth. So recently, I was meeting up with a fellow entrepreneur in a very different business. He's in the entertainment business. And we were talking about the challenges of building a team when we see great potential in someone, but they're not quite stepping up into the leadership that we believe that they can handle. And I raised this idea that I had heard in a training years before about how as leaders, we often confuse being responsible for versus to, or as I have in the title, being responsible to versus for someone. And he said, wow, that's a really interesting way to look at it. And I said, the challenge is numerous. There are numerous challenges to this. But as leaders, we we can see in someone their desire to be successful. We can, we can hear what they desire to have from the opportunity that we presented to them. But sometimes we feel responsible for them actually doing the work. And so today I've been really thinking about this lately and um, wanting to do a live on this. So this is what we're going to talk about in our weekly dose today. So first of all, if you're brand new to our weekly dose, I want to thank you for being here. This is a Success God's Way community. It is a community of like-minded entrepreneurs who are pursuing Success God's Way, which is a very different definition than the world's definition of success. And we are seeking to build businesses that honor God and serve his people. And I do a daily live every day on my personal newsfeed. And then I come to the group weekly with our weekly dose. So we tackle some challenging topics in our weekly dose, and this is no exception. So responsible to versus responsible for. I saw a quote yesterday that I reposted today um, from Women in Faith, which is a, a fantastic organization and uh, they they post some really timely content and it said if you place Christ first in your life all of your priorities fall into the proper order and then you view them with the right perspective and I think this idea of being responsible to versus responsible to, for as we're managing or as we're leading or as we're building organizations really comes down to where are our priorities? What is the perspective with which we're looking at our business? And what is our need or our desire to be the one in control? So let me ask you this. Did you ever wish you could clone yourself as an entrepreneur? If you're in network marketing, uh, that would mean duplication. Do you ever wish you could really duplicate what you're doing um, to build an organization that has greater, grander impact? And the answer, of course, is like, yeah, absolutely. I want to duplicate me. I want to duplicate what I do, not only because that builds my business personally, but because it empowers others. It empowers them to have a business that can create financial freedom for them or time freedom for them or whatever that is. Um, But the challenge is 
We have to empower them versus enable them. Lao Tzu said, if you give a man a fish, you feed him for a day. That is responsible for. But if you teach him to fish, you feed him for a lifetime. And that is being responsible to someone. In the surgical world or in medicine or even in teaching, it is this idea of see one, do one, teach one. So as, as surgeons are learning, as nurses are learning, as teachers are learning, it's, it's observing what's happening, then being more hands-on and growing the experience in that way, and then turning around and teaching someone else to do it. So this idea of responsible to, responsible for is really challenging as, as entrepreneurs because we know we want someone to be successful, but we have to really distinguish this idea between helping versus supporting. And I heard it once that it would be best if we stopped telling people, I'm going to help you promote to this level. And instead, I'm going to support you in your journey to reach your goals. And here's why. Because when we hear the word help, we often mean often assume that that means, yes, that person is beside us and guiding us and holding our hands. But sometimes we can take that a little bit far and let them do the work for us. And sometimes we as leaders can take that a little bit far and let our team, um, our whomever it is that we're training, et cetera, off the hook a little bit and, and start to do some of that work for them. So then we take the responsibility for their results and their outcomes and so on. And it's important to know that in Galatians 6, 5, and I'm looking over at my Bible, that's why you see me looking away. Um, it says, for each one shall bear his own load. So we are all responsible for our own outcomes, our own results, our own work, but we are responsible to provide the guidance and the training and the advice and the consultation to those with whom we are building a team. So let me break this a little bit further. Responsible for equates to ownership. The question is, can we really own someone else's actions? Can we really truly be responsible for someone else's work? And the answer is no. But this is a big mistake I know I made early on in my network marketing business because I would work hard to help people get started and bring them up to speed and train them and show them the way to go. Take shortcuts, maybe let them off the hook with some of the activity and the action that they needed to have to truly build a sustainable business. Maybe I would let them off the hook when showing them how to place orders because instead I would place the orders for them. Maybe I would let them off the hook um, and, and not really show them the way to help others build a business too. So it's a trickle down effect, right? If I'm not adequately showing and leading someone in duplicating the actions that need to happen, then how can they go and duplicate it and duplicate it and duplicate it? It's like the telephone game. Because if I'm not fully engaged or if I'm not fully showing them the right way to do this, um, how will they translate that and move forward as well? Versus being responsible to someone. Being responsible to someone means we have an accountability and an obligation to advise, to counsel, to train. So why do we get these things confused? 
I believe we get these things confused for two reasons. Number one, our intention is not just to build them, but to build ourselves. So sometimes we get a little bit of selfishness going on in there. Number two, because we want to see the best in everyone. We want to feed someone's potential. You know those people that you've looked at in your business and thought they have so much potential. They have so much potential. I'm going to help them build out that potential. But you guys, they got to want it. All the potential in the world means nothing if they don't really want it. So this person that I was having the conversation with who really encouraged me and planted the seed about me doing a live on responsible to versus responsible for has someone that he sees great potential in that could be a future leader of his business. But this person is just kind of coming in and doing the day-to-day work. They're not really stepping up the way their potential would seem to dictate that they would step into leadership. And so he was really fretting about this. And I'm not really sure what to do with this. And I said, well, have you asked him if he wants to be in a role like that? Have you asked him if he wants to be a leader in your business? Because we can think that someone wants something all day long. We can assume that someone has gotten into a business and wants the same things that we want. But you guys, we are unique creatures in the workmanship of the Lord. He has made each of us very different. So people come to businesses and come to jobs and come to opportunities from very different places. And just because someone says, I wanna be where you are, I wanna be at this level, or I wanna build a business that looks like this, doesn't mean that they're necessarily willing to do the work that it takes to to get there. And I'm not saying that mistrusting them or um, not believing them is the answer, but we also need to understand what they truly want and why before we start to get down this road of being responsible to versus responsible for. So for those of you that are my note takers, I want to give you three questions to ask yourself as you're building out your team, or if you feel like you're kind of in a situation where you're like, am I being responsible to them or am I trying to be responsible for them? Am I truly empowering them or am I enabling them? So if you have a situation like that, here's three questions that you can ask yourself. Number one, what is my intention? What is my intention in this situation? Is my intention to support their growth or is my intention to direct them? Is my intention to understand where they want to go or is my intention to fit them into the box of where I want them to go? Is my intention to control the outcome or have I surrendered the outcome and I'm truly focused on serving them? All right. The second question that you can ask is who's at the center of this, me or them? In other words, am I concentrating more on my goals and what will happen for me based on them reaching their potential Or am I truly concentrating on their goals and what they want out of this? Guys, it is not about us, especially as God-centered entrepreneurs. This journey is never about us. This journey is about taking the vehicle of the God-centered business that the Lord has provided for us to build his kingdom. And in order to do that, we have to relinquish the outcome And we have to simply serve the people that we are working with. Now, that doesn't mean not holding them accountable for what needs to get done for them to achieve the things that they want to achieve. But it's never about us. And the sooner we take ourselves out of the center, the better off we are. The third question is, am I empowering or enabling them? And how can I empower them versus enabling them? 
enabling them is not in service to them. It's not. Um, let me give you an example. If you have someone on your team that's constantly asking you questions that are available at a resource that they can find these answers themselves, you answering the question is enabling them to not grow and be independent. And you want people to be independent as quickly as possible. And the best answer for that is, you know what, there's a great resource, go here. What I used to do with the people that I was um, building a team with is I would tell them at the beginning, as I was getting them started, like you are going to ask me questions that I'm either A, not going to answer because it's not time to focus on that yet, or B, I'm not going to answer because I'm going to direct you to a resource to find the answer. And the reason that I do that is because I want to empower you to be an independent business owner, just like I am, because you don't report to me. And that sometimes is challenging if you have somebody entering your entrepreneurial business from a corporate or an employee environment. So how can we empower them instead of enabling them? Empowering grows leaders. And the question is, sort of question 3A, are you committed to growing leaders? Are you committed to growing leaders? Understanding that they might outpace you, understanding that they might achieve way more than you do. But what truly, going back to question one, is your intention in all of that? I wanna leave you with just a few more things. There is a fantastic um, entrepreneur uh, leader, um, he's no longer with us, but his name was Jim Rohn. For those of you that don't know who that is, his last name is R-O-H-N, pioneer in the entrepreneurial and network marketing world. And he would say, he used to say, you can help a thousand, but you can't keep carry three on your back. And that means you can help thousands of people, but you cannot carry them. And carrying them is that responsible for peace. You can be responsible to showing them where to go and showing them how to get there and showing them and modeling the behavior and being the example to what can get done, but you cannot physically carry them on their pat on your back. Um, very funny enough, I'm going to paraphrase something that he said, and he said, you know, I, I, I always said, like, I will die to help these people be successful. And then he jokes and he says, and I almost died. So I stopped helping people to that level. You guys, we cannot effectively be leaders if we're not willing to do the delegation and to lead in a way that empowers people to be independent as quickly as possible. Now, for those of you in network marketing, I do want to reiterate, making them independent as soon as possible does not mean leaving them, but I would check with your upline to understand at what point do I, do I sort of let them go like the birds from, from the nest and let them fly on their own. And depending on your organization, that might vary based on where they are in, in the business. But you want to help them be independent as quickly as possible. How do we do all of this? Well, you guys, it starts with us. It starts with us modeling the behavior and being the example and creating the environment and the community that, innate, that empowers people to grow that empowers people to grow. And you guys, you can look around you for examples of this everywhere, but certainly even within your own company, you probably know leaders who are fantastic at empowering and others who aren't so great at empowering and are really enabling, you know, 
um, unsuccessful behavior or behavior that that sort of stunts the growth, if you will, or puts a lid on their business, um, as John Maxwell would say. It takes detachment from results. You've got to detach yourself from what that outcome may look like and know that you cannot be responsible for someone else's actions and outcomes. You can only be responsible to them and showing them the path to go. And it takes a focus on serving. And that's exactly what Hustle with Heart is all about. It's exactly what building a God-centered business is about and a business that honors him and serves his people. It's focus on service. And here's what it says in Colossians. In Colossians 3.2, this is also what it takes. It says, set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. So it takes a focus on things above us. It takes a focus on keeping Christ at the center of our business to serve the way he served and to empower. You know, he didn't have a huge team. He had 12, but he taught them to be fishers of men. And in the book of Acts, it tells the story of how Christianity spread throughout the world from 12 people, 12 men, guys. You don't have to have a massive organization to be successful, but you've got to love them, serve them, and empower them. In Colossians 3.23, it says, whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men. So again, it takes a focus on what you're doing to be walking in his will and to be building business in a way that best serves him, not about the world, all right? And then lastly, you guys heard me talk about this the other day. And if you listen to my daily dose about what's love got to do with it, which was uh, Fridays in Matthew 5, 16, it says, let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father in heaven, that we've got to reflect well upon the Lord who has given us this vehicle, who has given us the spiritual gifts that we can put into practice in this vehicle that he's given us. How does our faith show up differently from the world in the way that we do business? I promise you that if you are shining that light and you are abiding in him, that the right people are going to cross your path and give you the opportunity to be responsible to them versus responsible for them. And I hope that that brings you guys um, some solace in this idea of like, how do I build a team? And I, I don't want to enable people. I want to empower them. Um, and, and how do I avoid being responsible for them or getting caught up in the feeling of being responsible for them versus responsible to them? So that's our weekly dose for this week. I hope you guys found that helpful. Please get down below. I want to hear your comments. I want to see your feedback. Feel free to invite your friends to this group because this is all about supporting each other and lifting each other up in building God-centered businesses. Please go check out the Hustle with Heart podcast. I'm getting ready to drop episode 10 later today. And if you can use some extra support walking in healthy living and um, getting results for total health or in walking success God's way out in your business. I'd love to have a conversation with you um, and chat with you about going through my Hustle with Heart coaching program. So that's it for this awesome Sunday. Hope you guys have a great week ahead. I'll see you tomorrow morning on my newsfeed for our daily dose. See ya. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the Hustle with Heart podcast, helping entrepreneurs align results with God's truth. 
If you're looking for a coach to help you pursue success God's way, or you want to connect with Erin, you can find her website at erinharrigan.com or connect with her on Facebook as the Hustle with Heart Coach. Follow her on Instagram at Erin Harrigan Entrepreneur and help us spread the word about Success God's Way by sharing this podcast with your friends. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a weekly episode.